Welcome to Primary Attribute, or a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the GM, which means I'm running the rules, the world, all the non-player characters. And I use they, them pronouns. Hey, my name is Adam. I play Zvons in this podcast. And uh, we both use he, him pronouns. Um, Vons is uh, very excited about this goo pinata that just... Uh, burst and is looking forward to seeing what the little bits are good for. I'm Erin. I play Ericene. I use she or they pronouns. Ericene uses she or pronouns. Uh, Ericene, as always, is concerned about Grix, but it seems like he is recovering. So uh, her next priority is going to be... Hmm, do the spellcasters need to take a break? I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both use she, her pronouns. Um, uh, I was, Wealthy was very concerned about uh, Grix and um, would like Aaron to be concerned, Ericene to be concerned about her. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash Mechanic. And we both use he, him pronouns. And right now, Grix, uh, Grix took a lickin' and, uh, keeps on ticking. Almost did not, which was fun. <laughs> well, but the tongue, get it? It was a lick. Uh, ah, yeah. yes. <laughs> I oh was thinking about your HP total. God! <laughs> <laughs> which is why I'm a GM. <laughs> No fun, only numbers. <laughs> but I'm very proud of your Thank fun. You. Thank you very much. There's no good segue <laughs> for this. So, Aaron, would you like to recap, oh, sure. please? <laughs> it's weird that we've been doing this so many times, and uh, it's like we all forgot. Do today. not yet, and do not yet have a good segue. Well, I was trying to think of a segue related to puns and or tongues. No, that's fine. Had nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we had a battle, and then the battle ended uh, <laughs> by us uh, killing the thing. Um, and we got a bunch of stuff, and uh, honestly, like, nothing... That, that's really all that happened. I mean, I, personally, I don't find, like, reliving a battle to be particularly interesting, but if you do, I recommend listening to the last episode. Aw, <laughs> oh, Aaron, we were expecting a blow-by-blow. Blow. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, I'm going to need two of your fate points. Which is going to be weird because you don't have any. But Yeah, I don't have any of those. And <laughs> nor would I. You've met me. <laughs> Someday I will staple the fate point mechanic onto another game. Because I love fate, but also... I love fate points even more. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, it, like nothing happened other than we fought the huh? thing with the tongue, and Grix almost died and then didn't. <laughs> I'm very good at that. <laughs> yeah, very good at almost uh -huh. dying. It's it's a talent. At least you have four whole HP now, so it doesn't happen immediately. <laughs> Yep. Yep. So you're almost at the point where I think I can't kill you with most creatures, with the vast majority of creatures, rather, in one hit. So be proud. <laughs> it's 
True. It's true. But yeah, so you were all, it was post-battle, you'd picked up all the random stuff you'd found, you're still in this big old room with a mystery square in the center, that is presumably a continuation of the mystery square from above, and uh, there's still a bunch of creatures hanging their tongues out everywhere, but you haven't, you're being careful, so you're good for now. Um, yeah, you found some money, you found a pile of gems, you found a stick with writing on it, and Grix has been brought back uh-huh. up, and I believe Vons is now almost out of Cure Light Wind's potions. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so, uh, I guess before I forget, um, Vons, can you please play, can you, yeah, Vons, can you please make an intelligence check to gather ingredients? Intelligence, yeah, intelligence I'd love to do. That's, that's a primary attribute. I just rolled a 15, so we're going to include the plus one, pulling up the sheet. We're going to include the uh, plus three, the plus one. So that comes out to uh, 19. Well, damn. Cool. Uh, you gather guts. Hey, guts! What these guts <laughs> do is an exercise left up to the GM for later. All right. Because you can't brew them right now anyway. I'll just, so. <laughs> I'll just put sealing uh, guts on under possessions. Right here next to all of my miscellaneous mushroomy bits and wall scrapings. Yeah. Um, how does Vons go about preserving the things he finds in the field that are made of meat? Ooh, well, I, I imagine we're still going to try to keep that in jars, but uh, I, the meat, that, that doesn't always fit in jars, does it? How much, how much volume of meat are we talking about? <laughs> A lot. I mean, it could eat Greg's, so... But I imagine you probably have a couple, like, you know, court-sized mason jars or whatever. Oh, yeah, jars are... I don't think they're on your sheet. I will grant you them in my infinite, you know, benevolence. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> Just stuff them all into the mouth of your canister launcher. Yeah, well, there's there's certainly <laughs> that, that. has lots of space in it, and then keep it tilted up the entire time, and uh, don't use it. <laughs> or uh, or well... use it to hurl shards of broken glass at a lot of people, like a giant shotgun i mean i, I meant the guns well, if, <laughs> i think anybody uh taking a canister a glass canister of monster guts to the face is going to wish they hadn't but <laughs> yeah. uh i've also got <laughs> for several reasons I, i've also got a bag of stuff i don't i don't know if like vons was <laughs> Personally, in real life, I carry around a couple of those, like, one-gallon Ziploc freezer bags, you know, with the double zipper. Um, mm-hmm. Vons needs something like that. Something that can just hold... I, I assume you have something like that. I more meant if Vons, like, I don't know, has containers full of, like, alcohol or formaldehyde that he puts things in. Oh, he certainly or, does. And um, that... Like, salts everything That or little whatever. field kit that he uses to... Um, <laughs> test things but uh as far as like mass volume containment um I, I at this point i would usually be looking around for like a monster skin or something like that like or field dress something so that i can make myself a little makeshift container <laughs> but most of this thing's <laughs> skin is still uh, stuck to the ceiling i imagine yep that is yeah. a problem so I guess I've just got a couple jars of loose guts. 
Yeah, probably with that int check, you probably took some kind of samples from each bit that you could identify and put them in the more preserved vials. And then with that intelligence check, you definitely go and take specific samples of all the different organs and whatnot. You can identify and preserve those and then um, also have kind of your mass jar or jars, including I think you can get a few feet of tongue because this thing was not using the full length of its tongue. Oh, yeah. And now that it was all loose. Just crawl that around yourself like a bandolier. (laughs) You might not want to do that. It's sticky. I imagine that there are... Also, it like... It had like an effect on Grix as <laughs> also it was that pulling him up. Yeah, this this oh, could be uh, a fantastic numbing agent. Ooh. Like just stuck to the outside of it. Maybe there's a <laughs> gland that secretes it. I bet that there's uh, there's there's got to be useful stuff in this guy. Yeah, you figure it out. Is that is that something that I, I could isolate? You have access to everything on is the that seat. something that I would be able to isolate and um. like? remove and like uh concentrate in the field so that i'm not carrying like 30 pounds of goo you can probably remove it i don't think you can uh right fully boil it down i think you literally don't have the volume in your field kit to handle something Mm. that big um or like that many of it or whatever um yeah i'm gonna say that basically if you pull hard enough on the tongue you kind of tear out the whole thing and thus get some of your your secretion organs. Can and I such make as an well. observation? Uh-huh. Sure. It's not like these things are going anywhere. Also, that we know where we're at, so you could always come back and get more samples. No, that's assuming that this yeah. cave okay. dead ends, which, which it might. It didn't last time. Well, I mean, these things also don't move around. I think is they're they're submitted to the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, right. And we know where it is, so like you could come back whenever you Just want. Just make a trip back, harvest yeah. one. Yeah, so, okay, I'll say that, yeah, you have kind of whatever it barfed out, chunk of the tongue, you all <laughs> magic missiled it, right, and it's fucking weak point, exploded beady chunks. You get some stuff, I will try to figure out basically exactly what you couldn't reach, and we'll let you, because I think Vaughn's knows enough to he'd be able to make an educated guess about anything major that he missed later but sure and i'm i'm imagining that vons recognizes the delicious parts from the the poisony parts and uh there are basically no delicious parts on this thing except the saliva has a sweet scent so might be able to oh god reduced to Mm. something sure hey so i'm seeing a recreational (laughs) drug out of this (laughs) <laughs> like a sweet a sweet numbing drug that sounds pretty great anyway <laughs> and there's very little drug law enforcement on the arcs by which i mean essentially yeah, zero just don't because... steal public resources to make them <laughs> yeah hmm. looking hard at you nala nara <laughs> nara <laughs> and nala is now another character because every character who is misnamed yep. <laughs> Isn't Nala the the second character? Isn't Nala the the girl lion from the Lion King? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's real disconcerting that she made it all the way to the arcs, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, please don't sue us, Disney. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so, all right, so Vonta has done all of his harvesting. Right, uh, so my previous question the, was basically rooted around the idea that uh, earlier we were looking for, like, what if we got stuck in these caves for a while and needed food or something? So, if there's nothing delicious yeah. in this that uh, we can campfire into something edible for the rest of the crew, then probably... Gonna say, yeah, I think I, I think does, you need more time. Does because... Vaughn say that? No, Vaughn's is thinking Okay, well, Vons, you think you're not, you think you're pretty sure that you couldn't, like, safely figure this out. This isn't Fugu-level stuff, but you need more time, better light. I realize you have dark vision, but um, I think you just need too much time with it. There's no obvious fillet. Okay. Well, that's that's a bummer. Sashimi? Vons would love to provide dinner now and then. <laughs> yeah, because this is mostly a tongue... And this is mostly a tongue that secreted some sort of toxin. So, uh, figuring out exactly where that was coming from. Yeah, pretty much. Slightly less of a. Slightly less chance of death. Yeah. Right. Um, Better off uh, finding some bugs or something somewhere. Yeah. So, yep, you got Grix back up. (sighs) Only Jaspar is covered in slime. (laughs) This poor guy. And you're in a room full of these creatures. And um, yeah, so uh, what do y'all do? Ericene is going to be like, uh, so like, we've kind of done a lot. What, how is everyone feeling? Like, do you guys have like spells and stuff left? I know you have to like prepare that stuff ahead of time. So what's, what's I am, I'm great. I got a, I got most of my I got that? most of my spells and uh, uh um well uh thanks to thanks to Vaughn's here uh, fit as a fiddle. <laughs> cool. And I've got I had three spells now I'm down I had six spells now I'm down to three so um I can continue on for a bit. Okay. Um, All right. Ian, last week you said that it was getting towards like eight or nine o'clock. Yeah, I think so, because you all left pretty late yeah. in the day, and you've, you've covered a good bit of distance, and you've been covering it in rough terrain, so it takes a while. Like, you're back in an easier-to-walk place, but you're going through raw caves for a good while there. And took some time to, you know, rappel down elevator shafts and stuff, so yeah, it's probably deal with a hole. at least nine, yeah. Talk to some ghosts, look yeah. around. It's at least nine. <laughs> it might be later. Because I think you all left. Well, I think like we're all pretty hardy, and we can we can like go a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing that I wanted to ask is like, so Vons, maybe you could give one of your potions to Grix to take when he like. Oh yeah, gets for into the next trouble time he gets nabbed. For the next time that something happens, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a thought. Maybe like it would be good to. Oh, that's a good idea. Also, it's on me that way. If uh, if I go down, uh, any of you can uh, can you know uh, uh, squirt down my gob and uh, doesn't have to be Vaughn's. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's just give Vaughn's. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely a way to say that. <laughs> Why? 
Yeah. What did yeah. I say? Uh, Squirting down your gob. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear anything wrong with that? Nah. No. What, what could you possibly be talking about? <laughs> we have such unworldly Sex. comrades. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's not... I like... I, Ericene like glances at Jaspar like I'm not the only one that heard that, right? <laughs> yeah, he's giving you a look that is clearly bafflement at your party members. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you and Jasper are also very much cut from the same cloth on stuff like that. Oh, this, yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> um. Um. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm curious about is whether or not um, the, this continuation of the mystery cube in the middle of the room, um, whether or not this one has a um, possible door on it, on one of the wall, um. on one of the... Uh, exterior walls. We examine the mystery cube. Cool. Um, yeah, so uh, y'all are examining the mystery cube. Do you go all the way around it? Because you have not seen all of it yet. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would be into going all uh-huh. the way around it. Being very, very careful of the hanging tongues. Yeah. Not um, alone, but... Uh, whoever is in front, basically... Um, actually, yeah, who's at the front of your little marching order? I'll go. I'll go first. Fine. And I guess we'll go back around the like toward where the that like skeletal body was. I'm guessing that we found out that there was that like skeleton over in the corner. Yeah, because uh, Grix engaged in some mild grave robbing. Uh huh. By which I mean the salvage operation. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, so, all right. Ericene, because you're in front, please make a, uh, I guess, a dexterity check? Or actually, make an intelligence check. We can treat this as you checking for traps, essentially. She's entitled. No. They're just organic <laughs> traps. That's for no, secret doors. I'm not entitled <laughs> to check for traps. Oh, that's right. Okay, for secret, secret doors. doors. I got a 15. Okay. It's and a it's... 12. Uh, I rolled a 12 plus uh, 3. And, and it's int- and that is one of my primary attributes. So all right, cool. So you uh, you succeed at carefully guiding everyone through all of this bonkersness. So no one has to make dexterity checks to not walk into one of these things again. Um, it is significantly denser at this point than it was before, because um, like Rickson Valsi kind of had to weave through it. It, but um, so. We came down the stairs, but then we passed the elevator shaft. Yeah, like the, or okay. Grixen Gr- Wealthy did, and now that you're working your way down, you can okay. You can kind of see back where you uh, slid down past this on a rope. Can you put something on the map to show us where the like skeleton was? Yeah, that was my next step. Oh, uh, sorry. No, it's all good. Uh, highly advanced mouse drawing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> His teeny tiny little person. <laughs> Is he wearing a plague doctor mask? No, it's oh. just hard to draw circles with a mouse. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this, uh, if I remember right, 
wealthy nailed in it check enough to figure out that this was probably the skeleton of an elf. And this is also where your uh, that toolbox was. Oh, with the gems? Yeah. yeah. Which you have not yes. picked up. This triangular toolbox. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so uh, you kind of make your way around very carefully, back through where Grix had been and where Wealthy had been, and they saw a little bit around that corner, but you have now... Were you trying to circumvent the room at this point, or...? I mean, circumnavigate yeah. it, yeah. Circumnavigate, yes. Yes. Um, okay, so yeah, you... Uh... Yes, we wanted to go around the room. Cool. So with Ericene's check, you don't have to worry... If something happens, you might have to worry about falling into one of these things. But um, well, there is another door. Yeah. Uh, so what you all figure out, or at least what you all find, is that as you go around from the place you started, basically on the opposite side around your mystery square, it starts getting way denser on both sides, and it's super dense on the quote-unquote back end. Um, but then you work your way back out of the dense stuff and kind of get back over to where Jaspar and Vons and Erosine went first when they exited from the stairway you came in from and took a left. You, so mm-hmm. you, you've looped the room. Um, there are... Because I know you were looking for it, there are no doors on your mystery square. Just a, a bunch of conduits. But there is a door on the other wall. There is. On the wall opposite where we came out. Yeah. So you see two means of getting out of here that are not the way you took you came in, which are the elevator shaft and this door. And the elevator shaft was the we were, we came to the bottom. Erisine um, went to the bottom of the Erisine shaft of uh, the elevator shaft, right? Yeah, which is one level down from here. Okay. Um, yeah, this was like the yeah. went down one level was here, went down another level. All right, so there's still hit another right level where that platform is wedged, and then uh, made. Her way down. Sure. Is uh, is there any sign of cog marks? Uh, I don't believe okay. so. Uh, or at least nothing. Oh, you mean like the, yeah. the chalk marks, don't you? Yeah, I think there's a little X next to uh, the door that is not the elevator oh. shaft. Uh, How many of these X's Sweet. have we found? Only a few. Um. Yeah, like a half dozen total. Yeah, just like anywhere that we w- that Cog wanted to mark what direction he was going. Yeah, yeah they're they're pretty sporadic. Um, yeah, let's go this way. Another mark. All right. So, I think for actually getting through this door. Oh, uh, I would like to check for traps if that's possible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Mostly, I just want to. Uh, mostly because, like you know. We've been wandering around, and it's not like Erosine expects that there will be traps, but I feel like there could be things that act as traps. Yeah, just now that I know that these tongue things are. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um. Yeah. Please roll an intelligence check. Um. That's. I rolled a six, and that's a nine total. But that is a primary attribute. So. Yeah. So. This door is kind of like an open door frame archway, and so is the one you can kind of see beyond it. Um, For this initial one, you do not detect any traps, except 
for the fact that there are a couple of those creatures' tongues, like, hanging down pretty densely in front of it. You all would have to, like, walk very carefully between and or squeeze around them by, like, pressing against the wall and kind of shimmying over to get into the doorway itself. Um, Um, I'm actually going to suggest that Jaspar just, like, cuts the tongues, like, above where we would be walking. Uh, wouldn't that make him uh, oh, just uh, okay. fight us? If it can't reach us, how's it gonna fight us? Oh, alright. You, yeah, you can try it. Um, Because Grix was grabbed by one of these, they are able to whip around things that come in contact with them, which I think is what Wit was referring to. Sure, but, like, if we cut it above what... Yeah, but they're thick and might not cut through it. And... Yeah, um, game to try. Could also maybe, like, splash um, it with some acid or something, make it, like, retract. If we cut one of them, wouldn't that give us enough room to get through? Uh, the whole time that we, that we were fighting them, fighting them, the other ones didn't move, so it's not like they're... It's not like they're triggered by movement, um, just by being touched. So if we cut one of them down in order to create a passageway, then then we might be able to mitigate any harm that might happen. Yeah, that sounds really good. Wait, yeah. wait. Because we really only need to get one of them. Before deciding, I might have a thing. Sorry, I have a spell. Checking it. Double checking. Griggs casts Sphere of Annihilation. Uh, Alright, so Greater Wish... Uh. <laughs> no. Uh influence, influence. No, humanoid. No. No, no. No, I got nothing. Okay, so these things if they're currently eating, then they're eating. They're disarmed, right? Oh. So do we see any loose bricks or Well, there's that uh there's that old elf. There there's that there's that skeleton over there. We can just throw bones at the, the toolbox. Well, Toolbox city property. Don't wanna. Oh. <laughs> no. Don't don't wanna don't wanna do that. But uh, but the elf. We can we can totally toss the elf. Yeah. Let's go grab that. Okay. How do our I elves mean, feel about that? That sort of seems like maybe like desecration of a body, but I don't believe in God, so <laughs> sure. Well. <laughs> It can desecrate that there body. Are cultural mores. It can desecrate that body or yours. Just pick real quick and we'll do the thing. Erisine like kind of like gives Jasper like a look like no, I uh, I I look around for like something else. <laughs> he shrugs. Up up spare scrap of conduit cover well, or is, how much how much goo is Vaughn's Va- carrying around? Are you suggesting we feed these okay. things? A good bit. The remains of these things. I I doubt that they really um, give a shit. Yeah, probably not picky. I I imagine. I imagine the tongue is there. You just don't want to give up your shit. Well, of, of course, but uh, I imagine <laughs> that this thing wants just any organic thing, uh, and maybe even not an organic thing. Sure. So give it something to yeah, eat. Yeah. So let's let's go grab that uh, that that dead guy, and it, feed it dead guy. But the skeleton, but the skeleton already got like 
all of its matter picked off. Uh, you saw it when we passed. It's just a skeleton. All right, uh, here's the here's what we do. We go back and we get the the, the like the bits that Vaughn's didn't harvest because like most of it was still left there on the floor. And we uh, we pitch that first. That way Vaughn's isn't losing his thing, and we're not desecrating any bodies. So win win. <laughs> All right. Um, Do we really want to have to, like, go back, It's, like, though? 40 feet over like... there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It is a little bit. <laughs> Do elves hate walking that bit. much? It's 80 feet. Oh, my Does God. Does just storm yeah, off? Yeah, Grix storms off. Through a fucking, like, <laughs> Grix goes. forest hey, Grix. of tongues. Hey, hey Grix. Yeah. Hey, Grix. Yeah. Next <laughs> so here's the thing. I have a thing. I have a uh, a racial uh, bonus to move silently, which I didn't think about before. Would that apply? Do you have a racial bonus to hide? I do not. I do. Mm. I do. Use okay. that. It's not as good as move silently, but yeah, because these things are hell. Yes. Uh, I think it's a twenty-five. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> You make your way back to the guts and you find, you know, a nice, uh, you know, kidney looking thing and, uh, make your way back. Actually, let's say it looks like a liver. Um, whether of this creature or something else, you can't quite determine. <laughs> but yeah, and then you, uh, make your way back because you rolled good. Damn yep. you. And I Catherine Zeta Jones my way through the tongues. <laughs> yes. You saw them once. Mm-hmm. You're ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you, what do you do with your, Newly found liver. Uh, I I pitch it at whichever tongue is blocking the most path. Okay. Um, I think if you pick the one furthest to your left, that'll give you the sure. most space to slide past the others. Yeah. Okay. You you pitch it at it, and it starts drawing it up relatively slowly. That's fine. I um, wait. But yeah, it's like five feet up after the first six seconds. Oh yeah. You, I yeah. saunter through. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll follow. Yeah, um, I think uh, last one through starts hearing this like <laughs> noise. Um, nice, you know, some nice yeah. chewing, some chomping, and uh, yeah, you're all through into that next room. Sweet, I did it. I solved the tongues. <laughs> Ericene's gonna resume her uh, <laughs> place in the front. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, and I do have the lantern. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I I got too excited. It was actually only a twenty three for my uh, uh, dancing through the tongues. Well, that's different. You die now. No, you already said we got through. <laughs> no, no, Grix is dead. <laughs> no save. <laughs> nah. Uh, so you uh, you make it through, and you are kind of in a little. It reminds you again of that the hallways that were running around the perimeter of the floor above, but it just dead ends very quickly on both sides. And across from you, you see another door, and you look in the door, and you see some stairs heading down. Over ah. there. Let's go down, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So you, you walk through the door, you head down the stairs. Ericene didn't check for traps, but also you're fine. <laughs> no, but like I also am guessing that the... Those things are not. I mean, no, th- this door just had explosive runes cast on. <laughs> that's and, weird that we didn't see any evidence of that. Well, this is a different door that you didn't check. You see, but 
like, it's weird that we don't see any evidence that it went off. And I don't think that Grix is that kind of magic user. Or sorry, that Cog is that kind of magic user. So like... <laughs> Maybe Cog has an invisibility cloak. <laughs> there are no explosive prints. And that is a very good point. Ericene is using her intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> that almost strikes me as wisdom to like think through that stuff. Or, also, I have a decently high exactly, wisdom. Exactly, yeah. I'm going to say Ericene is brought together the peanut butter and chocolate that are intelligence and wisdom to intuitively solve a problem very quickly with a very logical answer. <laughs> and this isn't the GM just not thinking. It's all Ericene. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's how you make your way down the stairs. It quickly, like, basically goes through space at the bottom of the stairs and then it dead ends, much like, say, if you were at a landing between flights of stairs. However, when you go around to your left, which is where the open space is, you don't see any additional stairs, like, immediately going down. But you do see a door. A mystery door. <laughs> um, I'll check for traps again, I guess. <laughs> I was giving you shit. You don't actually have to check for traps. Yeah, if, I mean, like, it, it just... It, I if you'd like, like to. I feel like I'm not gonna necessarily check for traps every single time we come to a door or obstacle. But, but mostly Aristine wanted to check for traps the last time. Because we were around all of those things that, you know, seemed like a good idea and could be trap-like. Very fair. Um, um, I just want to make sure this doesn't turn to, you know, Pathfinder 3.5. I check for traps every 15 feet. Yeah, because I, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I can't kill you when you do that. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, it really fucks up the feel of a dungeon uh, crawl. Um, but yeah, so you check for traps. Uh, also, as you get up to it, beyond it, you see... Um, some more stairs heading downward, just beyond it. And I should stop drawing things on a map y'all can't see. Do we think? <laughs> do we think that we're at the level below us, or and so these are stairs going even further, or is it like a switchback? You're not super okay. sure, because um, when Aristine went to level below you, like the ceiling sloped down and almost hit, almost basically intersected with the floor very, very quickly. Um. Or actually, I think did intersect the floor pretty quickly. And so it's kind of hard to tell where the level below you starts and ends. You're definitely below the level you were at previously, but. Okay. Basically, you don't know if you're like at crawl space level below that level or like whole other floor below that level. Um, okay. Um, I would like to check for traps mm -hmm. in yeah. like a, more of like an investigate sort of way. Yeah, I mean. You know, like just kind of generally making sure that there's like nothing bad weird yeah so you're specifically also looking for like signs something happened previously here it yeah it's like mm -hmm. okay yeah uh roll intelligence Ooh, i rolled a 16 so that's a 19 and that's a primary mm. attribute all my best laid plans every time uh, yeah you uh you check pretty thoroughly for traps and trap-like things and find nothing. Uh, okay. I guess we should go through the door. All right. Sounds like a plan to me. Putting you all on the on the new map. Ah. Which I believe should now be mm -hmm. a gray void. Nope. So well, how it's many stairs nope. and stairs? Nope. I see two sets of staircases. How many flights down oh, are we? I think one and looking uh, at two. You will 
Yeah, you will be down. And are two. those full floor and height uh, flights? That was or? my question. Ian says we're not sure. Yeah, I think I think by the time you go down both, you've definitely gotten down another floor for sure. Okay. So yeah, you make your yourself you make your way down another flight of stairs, and you see a door at the other end pretty quickly. Okay. Um. Yeah. Is there anything interesting about that door? Um. Yeah, it's made of teak, which is weirdly expensive. Whoa! For a door. Really? No. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna be like, Holy "Oh god, fuck, we're taking the door." Kerosene doesn't even have that in our. <laughs> Ericene doesn't even have like anything like that in her house. Bricks busts out the I toolbox. Lied. It's not teak. It's purple heartwood. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Ericene removes the door it's from the by woodworking. <laughs> Surprise! It's pine. It's just stained like it's purple heartwood. <laughs> if it's wood at all, yeah, there is no door. Gotcha. Um, it is just a little archway. Or actually, I guess there's a door. It's open. Um, and not made of anything particularly precious. I think it's actually another one of those uh, made of stone doors. Um, does it look like it's been um, you know, opened recently? Like, is the dust on the floor disturbed, or does it look like it's been open for a long time? Make an intelligence check. Oh, sh- See, There's not a lot of dust down here, relatively speaking. Well, that's... I don't see shit. That was a nat one. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. It's a door, yeah. <laughs> but beyond it, you do see an elongated room and another door. Um, but you cannot tell when the store was last opened. The days since door opened sign is deeply out of date. That's <sighs> yeah, all good. Um, I'm just going to glance up at the ceiling real quick. It is a ceiling. Nothing dangling from it? It is. Nah, it's it's roughly hewn. Kind of like the floor you all are on now. I think you're at the point now where like you don't quite have cobbles on the developed stuff. But there's kind of a difference between like this has been smoothly leveled versus this is just kind of smooth enough that people don't trip and carts can roll over it and stuff. And you're you're back in smooth enough territory <laughs> where you're standing. Sure. So like I think if we keep going in this direction, we're gonna be in like going like a sort of like perpendicular away from the that like square room. Well, yeah, but. We're trying to find Cog. No, totally. I'm just... <laughs> but Grix, the mystery square. <laughs> no, I get that. And I want to come back and solve the mystery square. But... <laughs> okay. Fine. The god in your head forgives you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. So you see this door, which now has space somewhere beyond it. Presumably. Your spider is sense is tingling that the world it's... does not end it's after not this a... next room. Yeah. <laughs> is it a door door? It's. It, you said it's, it's not a it's not a door uh, door. The one at this base of the stairs is a door door, but it has been opened and left open. All right. At the, at the end of the elongated room. Uh, no, sorry. You aren't in the elongated room yet. You can just see enough of it. I just revealed okay. all of it. Okay, we'll oh, go into the um, elongated yeah, room. Yeah, okay. Then go into the elongated room. Cool. Um, Ericene was going first, yeah? Yep. Ericene, make a wisdom check for me, please. Oh, that's a nat one. All righty <laughs> then. Erisene, you're walking along. The, the shadows are... You have the lantern, but there's still shadows moving around. And You're looking around, and you see that uh, kind of on either side of these rooms, or this room, is large magical somethings or others. You would guess. that This reminds you a lot of not quite that big junction box thing that Grix made a friend at by throwing marbles at them. Um, 
Ericene's going to be like, ooh. But it reminds you of that big power, that same kind of stuff as that big power junction, but they're much smaller. There are conduits kind of coming up out of the floor on either side um, into like the sides of them. If you take the parts facing the center of the room is the front. Um, and you go, ooh, and you walk toward it and you got a one. So uh, you feel your foot catch on something. And it's very fun for everyone involved, and I need to find <laughs> some stats. <laughs> stats. I mean, you're fine. Stats for stairs. And nothing bad has gone wrong. Stats for a random for rock on the floor. I say stats for uh, an improperly secured carpet. <laughs> so. She didn't even take anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no birds here. It's. There's no birds here. <laughs> um. Yeah. So you uh, you trip over some sort of thing at roughly ankle height or a little bit higher and uh so you know your your foot hits it you feel kind of the tension and then it goes loose and then um those of you behind Ericene and presumably Ericene herself to a lesser extent see uh some sort of magical energy arc across from one of these machines to another and through Ericene ah! as part of it oh no yeah. so Ericene you are hit by this energy of some sort God damn it. <laughs> and you take two damage. Oh my god, two damage? Rolled a goddamn one. <laughs> I mean, none of the rest of us can do uh, two damage on a one. That's That must be a strong thing, natively. <laughs> so, Ericene, yeah, you feel this... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it, uh, it appears to, after that initial arc... Um, you can see kind of sparks and stuff coming off of one end of this thing, where it was presumably one end of the thing she tripped over, which is quickly revealed to be a cable of some sort, and where it was presumably pulled out of the machine on the right. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna like put the, I'm gonna like hand the, um, the lantern back to Jasper and be like, do you think I just ruined the magic for the whole city? Nah, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> Are Probably you okay? Not. It hurt, but like you don't, you don't feel like you're gonna you're in imminent danger of death. That was a lot of magic that went through you. No, I feel like it was maybe like a fifth of how I would normally feel. <laughs> Feeling about eighty <laughs> percent. But like, yeah, I feel I feel about like eighty percent. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, that's uh, that's that's too bad. Uh <laughs> that sucks. Uh, uh, I'm gonna see if I can. Is there a way I can like slip in and turn off the machine? Or yeah, I mean you can you can evaluate pretty quickly what yeah. happened. Um, so you, you slip past real quick. Uh, you quickly realize these machines are not designed to be turned off. Um, both of these are basically really big, um, like diagnostic reading uh -huh. panels. Uh, so they're not designed to turn off. Um, going back to the cable, you quickly realize, A, this is one of those cables that uses lightning magic. Weird. And uh, <laughs> that it was hung not at regulation height, because you also see the channel cut across the floor that it was supposed to sit in, and also where 
there's a kind of chunk of cable sitting off to the side where it clearly been damaged previously and had been cut off and then you assume re-spliced onto its uh, original like connection point but without enough length to sit in that channel anymore. Oh geez so like someone really did a number on all this. Well it reminds you of a repair someone just half-assed it. Okay. Because they didn't replace the cable or re-extend the cable they just removed the damaged section to rehome. I see I see. Um, so I think Grix would still call it doing a number on it, but yeah, it doesn't look like it was intentionally meant okay. to be tripped on from your best guess. Um, can I do something to make it safe to pass? Um, I have two toolboxes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, make an intelligence check. You could, you could point at it and say, don't trip on that. <laughs> well, I mean, you all can avoid tripping on it. Well, it's, it got pulled off on one side, so it's laying on the floor and you can all step oh, okay. over it. So we can, we can just slip by it issue. without a problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Grix, but Grix. That's a chance to fix it. Yeah. It's a, it's an unmaintained yeah. piece of machinery. Your arch nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Y'all want to uh, go check out the next room and I'll, uh, I'll just uh, quickly uh, take care of this real, real fast. No. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not going to leave you alone in the room where I just got hurt. Intelligence check, you said? Yeah. Uh, four, 15 highlighted stat. Okay, yeah, so you know that basically what this, whoever did this previously, removed the damage section of cable, presumably did not have any more, and so ran the working sections to keep everything fully up and running. And I think when you look at those machines, you can actually see where a few of the dials don't seem to be like reading properly. Um, and also I think you see some of those like magic containing crystals on, there's like a bunch of sockets on the front of both machines mm -hmm. and they're like slotted in various places. And you see that a couple of them have gotten pretty dim mm -hmm. um, or a couple of them are kind of like dimming in and out, but you, uh, in your second toolbox that uh -huh. you find, uh, you find a, you don't find a new length of cable. You do find essentially some of the, uh, the wrapping that is used around these cables to like patch them together and patch broken sections. And so you're able to, uh, resplice the broken piece of cable into the other cable, use the repair stuff to cover that join and the broke and, you know, kind of re-insulate the, uh, the cut part and then also get it back attached and now it it requires a bit of a hitting with the base of your magic mm -hmm. wand but even with that extra wrap around it you can get it back in the channel on Sweet. the floor so it's no longer a trip hazard and i help him with this mm -hmm. because yeah show every, wealthy a... everything that we're doing yeah yeah and uh oh wow wealthy wealthy ah, wealthy uh sorry i didn't <laughs> uh didn't think of this earlier uh you should take this toolbox oh yeah i should yeah yeah just so you've got bits to work with okay for when I inevitably separate you and make you do a repair uh -huh. puzzle. <laughs> Spoiler, this is the water temple from Majora's Mask. It's going to take hours. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, continue on to the yeah, next room. So. Cool. Yeah, your uh, little dial crystals or little magic crystals on the front are back up. The dials are running. Um, you see as you get to the other end that a bunch of conduits are running into that side too. Weird. And uh, you get to that big door on the other end of the room. This was just kind of a narrow, like the space between those two uh, measurement console things was like a little less than 10 sure. feet. Um, yeah, and you head on over to the next space and look at a door. 
and you is see. The, oh, is, go ahead. Does anything look weird about the door? Uh, I mean, probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, one second. Weird door, bro. Yeah, intelligence check, please. Because I assume you're doing a pretty thorough check over, so. Yeah. Going to treat um, this checking for traps, essentially. I rolled a 10. It's a 13 total. And primary attribute. Yeah. Um, you look around. This has another one of those doors that's been sitting open. With your 13, you think that this door has been open a while. Um, again, there's not a ton of dust down here, all things considered. And it's it was a little... It's been getting drier since you came from that stairwell. Like, it was a little kind of humid in there. Got less humid once you went down, and in that last room it was even less humid. But you still find some, like, dust and stuff, and um, some dust that hasn't been destroyed by humidity is where my brain was going with that. And, uh, like, the hinges don't look like they've been moved in forever. Um, Okay. Or anything like that. So, yeah, uh, nothing appears to be off with this doorway. It's just leading out into a bigger space. Um, I'll go through the door then. Cool. And I uh, did take the lantern back from Jasper. Yeah. So, Ericene, you enter the biggest room you have seen so far on your adventure down here. And it's... I guess you only have a lantern, huh? Uh, so you're not sure exactly how big it is, but it extends beyond your lantern in every direction. You see, um, you're standing on some sort of elevated walkway... Oh, that doesn't bode well. Above um, what you can see beyond it, there is a railing. And what you can oh, see good. what you can see beyond it is uh, <laughs> the start of a slope that's sloping downwards. And no, wait, you can see in here. Because this slope downwards is absolutely covered with those conduits. Um, Glowing with magic? So, yep. And they're all kind of, like it's throwing like the, the railings and the catwalk shadows up against the walls pretty high. Um, but you can see it. You can see that there is a long downward slope where they appear to disappear into a wall. And I think if you kind of squint, you can see that it disappears into like a very low cut space um, beyond it. And above which is a uh, another elevated walkway that you can kind of just make out in the gloom. So there's an elevated walkway running around the entire perimeter of this room. Wow! And it starts off can like we when you look when you. See? Um, yeah, because uh, there's all the conduits in there, glowing. And no, so can we see on the map? I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, still drawing walkways and stuff. Uh, okay. That's my excuse, and not that I just kind of forgot that you'd probably want to see things. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. That's never happened, and I'm very good at everything. Um, yeah, so. Okay. You say this room is the size of a football field. Whoa. And you can see uh, most of the conduits are running in from the opposite end, but there are a few coming in, like, at the opposite end, but from the left and right walls. Okay. You can also see there's doors on either side of this very big room. Um, Again, there's that large downward slope. It's pretty steep. Um, uh, Like, 20 or 30 degree slope. So what's at the bottom uh, you just see that the conduits um, run into what looks like a very low height space, like beneath and kind of at the back end of that catwalk, and disappear out into somewhere. Um, sorry, and those conduits are running along the sloped floor. 
Um, okay, so the entire floor of the space is covered in the conduits? Pretty much, yeah. And it's sloping down away from us? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, the conduits disappear under the raised area that you are and on. And the catwalks are above us. The ca- you are standing on one You're of the catwalks. You're standing on one of the catwalks. The floor is below and us. On e- and then slopes down. Yeah, the floor is below you. If you were to leap off the catwalk right now, like uh-huh. from the catwalk itself, you'd drop down like five okay, feet. Cool, cool, cool. Onto the floor. But, on the um, far side, it's more like 20 feet? 50 feet. Or 100. Yeah. Although I think on the far side you do see um you do see a a ladder. Oh okay. Or a couple of ladders. Huh. Okay. This is at least one ladder. Probably just one. This is really weird. Do I know what this room went before? Uh that that was not uh, Grix's voice, that was too <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wealthy pop quiz, first day yeah. on the job. Uh, what's this room <laughs> for? I I got hit in um, the head a little bit. Uh, I don't quite remember. <laughs> so uh you're not sure. This is weird. I mean, so you see all the conduits run beneath you, and you are smart and are Greg's. You know there's a bunch of conduits going up a thing that's behind you a while uh-huh. away. Um, so this is transferring power, magic power stuff, through conduits. Um, going to uh, Going to somewhere and from somewhere, but... This room has no immediately apparent purpose on its own. Fascinating. Which is weird because it's a giant space. Yeah. It, it appears to be a room that conduits are being run through, but you don't really know where those conduits are going or where they're coming from. So it's hard to tell if this is like someone just got real, uh, you know, masonry happy. And built a fucking enormous That's room. That's a lot of work. Pipes through, or something else is going on. That's a lot of work. Um, oh, no that, one from the those union would do me, that. Actually. Sorry, what? That's a lot of work. No one from the union would do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> they can they I... could. It just takes time. Um, I, just real quick before I sure. forget. Um, you do see that the floor, the sloping floor itself, um, appears to be large stone bricks that are bigger than what we think of as mm-hmm. bricks um but so like, like all blocks. joined together in a slope yeah like big stone blocks that are joined together they're still handleable by one person but only just <laughs> okay so like this has been neatly masoned together so and isn't just natural floor what kind of light are we looking at coming from is, is it all the same light the same quality of light or is it does the light differ it with different magic that might be going through it because like you said there was a there was lightning magic in what erisene tripped over um yeah i should clarify that thing was not glowing um except when the ends were showing right right but these are glowing so they've got you know what kind of these are we tell what kind of magic might be running through them based on color or some kind uh, you, of uh, indication on the pipe itself? Uh, you can't. Um, so, like, the conduit itself is... Yeah, it doesn't have an insulation, whatever, wrapping like that a cable does. Um, so you, you can't just see kind of all the way into it. But the light from all of these is pretty much a constantly shifting rainbow of colors. So um, there's no indication of exactly what's running through it. 
Well, that's not very helpful. I think wealthy, you know in general. Or actually make an intelligence check, because this wasn't really your thing in university. Um, well, I'm running out and got no brain. <laughs> oh. Just a second. I got a, I, I got a five with, with my two plus three. That's ten. Um, you know rainbow means something. You don't remember what. It's one of those things you memorized for the test and then immediately forgot afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apparently I didn't graduate top of my class. <laughs> you were close. <laughs> <laughs> well, the classes are small enough, I imagine it feels semi-random. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Erisene's gonna be like, like, turn to Grix and be like, so, like, did you understand, like, what the, like, dials and stuff were doing in the other room? Like, like, was, like... Yeah, I don't know, I should go back and take a look, uh, I I wasn't really paying attention to that part, um... But this is uh this is a weird space, so yeah, it might be good to take a yeah, look. Yeah, this is really weird. Uh, can, can you all uh, look around for some more cog marks? I'm gonna follow Grix because uh, yeah, you know, obviously, two heads are better than one. I'm gonna send Jaspar with them to uh, hold the lantern. <laughs> okay, he does. I that. mean, I can I can see in the dark, and, well, I, and I have light, so. But it's all good. Whatever. You cast you cast it on a rope though, or a cable. You, I guess you could cast it again. <laughs> we don't it's have okay. um We go and I mean we we, we don't need the we go and check out in this we room. Go and check yeah. out the panels. Go and check out the uh-huh. dials. Uh Aristine and Vons, what are you doing? Well, I'm gonna do the investigation thing. Um Okay. Uh so Real quick, you roll an intelligence check, please. I rolled an 18 plus 3 is 21, and that's a primary attribute. Well, damn. Uh, at least nowhere around your current area do you find any cog marks. Um, do you? I was going to like walk around the catwalk okay. um, uh, to like just see if there's anything weird. Cool. Um, Vons, are you taking the other side? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Vons is just going to hold tight to the rail and yeah just sniff okay. around uh vons also make an intelligence check to uh look for cogmarks and that is a 17 all right so both of you make your way around uh you know going along the catwalks checking those doorways um the doorway at the far end of the room is still closed but um what about on the other on the um, two, two sides? That's the other two sides. Yeah, I'm going to say they're also closed. Erisine, was that 21? Uh, and, and I would have gone on like the... Like, to like the left. Yeah, I figured around. you went left and Vaughn's went right, essentially. Um, so you're going clockwise and Vaughn's going counterclockwise for our listeners who do not see this map. And or, yeah, we're turning a lot of directions. So, yeah. uh, um, but uh, yeah, so I think Erisine, I think you, uh, I think you do find um, a little X at the door on the far end. And both you and Vons recognize 
that um, the other two doors, you know, on the sides of the room that you were going past, uh, I think Vaughn's, you get kind of a scent, um, and Ericene, you just notice from some of the dust and stuff that uh, both of these doors have been opened kind of recently, but are closed now. Um, okay. Like, enough of this place is undisturbed. It's With a careful look, you can tell that stuff was disturbed. Also, I forgot to mention, it is hot in Ooh. here. Interesting. Because, um, I mean, it was pretty warm where those conduits yeah. were around your mystery square, and this is way more of oh, So weird, all these uh, RGB cables are producing a little bit of heat? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, in total, the room is probably getting close to, like, 90 degrees. Oh. Maybe. So the ghost said that the other place was the hottest, the warmest. No, they didn't. No? No. They said it was warm, but they didn't say it was the hottest. I I mean hottest, but okay, okay. Yeah. I misspoke, but okay. Um, It's it's weird that they're not here, Yeah, so it's hot and very... I'm sorry. Yeah. You don't see your ghost friends. They didn't just pal along. Um... Realize is not what you meant, Griggs. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, it's really hot and really dry in here. Um, just as a side note, but yes, you find your cog mark. Oh, um, Ericene is going to make a mental note that she would like to ask the ghosts why they're not hanging out in this room if it does not become readily apparent. <laughs> All right, uh, also, both Ericene and Vons make a wisdom check. Uh, my wisdom only, that's a plus two to this 11, so 13. Okay. Um, I rolled a nat 20 plus five. <sighs> All right. Oh, we are uh, hot this morning. <laughs> Ericene, you, uh. I'm not totally hot. The last time I rolled a wisdom check, I rolled a one. Fair enough. I got a nat one, so like. I meant as in a whole. We're we're all doing pretty good. Carry on. Yeah. But um yeah, uh Ericene, you hear the sound of you would guess claws against stone. Like there's something scrambling around. Um but I think you hear it uh you hear it like when you're on that catwalk on the far side. Um, and it appears to move away from you somewhere, and you quickly lose track of it, but yeah. Was it by the door? Is yes. the door closed still? The door is closed, and it is. Uh, it came from underneath you, not behind the door. Uh, Ericene's gonna be like, Fonz, did you hear anything? So this being a space as big as it is, and us being on effectively opposite sides of it, yeah, Vons, I think you were you weren't fully on the opposite side of the room as Aristine by that point. Um what was your total? Uh I think it came out to three. Originally. Okay, so it becomes a fifteen because this is a hearing based oh, okay. check. Which um you kind of think you hear something, and then Aristine goes, Did you hear that? So you didn't get any specifics, but mm. your fox instincts were kind of tingling. And that was uh, near Ericene's door? You're not sure, because you didn't get a clear listen. You heard something. Okay, but but Ericene is alerting me. Don't have a clear idea of direction. Right. 
Yeah. Okay. So, with that in and mind. And I didn't hear um, that degree of uh, commotion near my door. Well, you're both near the, the door on the far end oh, by okay. now when this occurs. Um, um, did I hear which direction the scratching, like, moved off in? Or? Yeah, you're, you're not sure exactly where, but it definitely stayed beneath you and then got fainter. Um, so... Um, I'm curious about it, but I would like to wait until after when Crix and Wealthy Gr- get back. Grix and Wealthy learn something. Okay. Um, so yeah, Grix and Wealthy, you are examining all these dials, huh? um, and things. So Grix, in front of you are, um, a bunch of those crystals. Yep. So there are eight, eight of these crystals on each spot and, uh, or on each of these machines kind of in the center. Sure. And so there are six, and then each of those in a vertical orientation has eight slots they can go into. Oh, good. You kind of know what these are. Um, these are the magic crystals when arranged in certain ways will basically adjust the magic resonance of the machines to, or the monitoring tools to read different oh. things. Um, they're usually used if you're trying to monitor a whole shit ton of things at once. And don't want to build 5 billion of these monitoring stations. Um, But yeah, so you, uh, since you reconnected that thing or that cable, uh, all of them seem glowing and healthy. Uh, And you pretty quickly surmise that this is measuring the power of the conduits that are running into one side and out the other. Um, And that's honestly most of it is that they are just measuring those conduits. Okay. Is there any sense um, of what the conduits are for here? Like, why is this space, this space? Not really. Okay. Uh, it's just measuring like throughput, essentially. Like if things are steady, that sort of thing. Um, this is why you always leave comments. Wealthy, take a note. You always leave <laughs> comments when you add a new conduit to an area, especially if you have an area like this, where there's clearly a junction. That makes sense. If you don't label your cables, someone else has to okay, clean up the mess. Okay, fine. That makes sense. No, no, it's fine. Um, no, 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 no. It's totally no, 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 possible. No. That, that... That, that's a good point, though, is because we've established how things are labeled. Or actually, yeah, you have a designation for which measurement consoles these are and no notes on and a designation on the conduits and no straight-up interpretable information <laughs> written out. I take notes. So, like... We'll come back and figure, we'll yeah, figure it so, out later. So you can probably look this up somewhere. Hopefully. <laughs> I scratched down extensive notes in my notebook uh, of what part numbers and I have, yeah, numbers you... and... I have Cogs's uh, uh, notebook. I have and it. Compare it. I com- Are you, do you have it? No, you have it. Yeah, yeah. Compare okay. it. Okay. I have it. I, um, I compare some of these readings to um, what he's uh, logged in his book. Can I, can I tell anything? Um. I think that you don't have any expected or actual measurements for this kind of thing in okay. there. Okay. Um, or any designations that match up from his, you know, data gathering notes. Okay. So there's basically no particular point of comparison. Um, I'll turn yeah, to a new I've... page and I'll start um, taking notes as Grix calls them out. Okay. Uh, do you all fiddle with the crystals or do you just leave everything in place for now and then? Note down what you see currently. I think we ought to leave the crystals as they are. We don't have time to um, 
document the process yeah. and if we if we start touching the crystals we might move something the wrong way and then you know the you mountain don't want to falls out of the something sky with six of the power of eight combinations <laughs> no if it ain't broke don't break it weird yeah <laughs> yeah i don't want to be responsible for the mountain to fall out yeah, of the no, sky we'll come back later you don't need to know what you're doing push the prod on friday it's fine uh, Again, we're trying to find cog the rest of this is secondary yeah, yeah. and cool and or scary, but we got to come back later for that stuff. All right. Yeah. So you, I got uh, far away from my mic. You... Sorry about that. <laughs> Greg's got a headache. <laughs> oh God! Oh, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> um, you, you finished taking your notes on both of them. You two are pretty efficient. So sweet. We head back and join the others. taken lab notes before. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I assume you all meet at that door on the far side of the room. Or did, did uh, Ericene and Vaughn's come back? Um, I want to, like, as I'm, like, making my way back around, um, I want to, like, keep an eye out for, like, under the catwalk. Hmm. And, yeah. like, listen. Ooh, can I listen? Can I listen while I'm moving? Yes. Not a yes. little bit of a penalty, but yes. I rolled a 13 plus 5 for my normal wisdom uh, plus 2 for listening. Nice. So, so that is 20. And not a primary attribute, yeah? It is not a primary attribute. Okay. Um, you get a pretty good sense of the space listening-wise. Um, you don't hear much of anything that seems to be in this room. At least that isn't you moving around, Vaughn's moving around, the sound of Grix and Welty talking further back. Um, yeah, I think you you think you might hear some stuff from, you know, behind some of these doors or, you know, back up the stairs or whatever, but like nothing super coherent, just you're in a big set of rooms and stuff moves around. Um, not like animals or anything, but you know, you're in a mountain that's moving. Stuff shifts. <laughs> um, Can I do like a separate... Or, or, like, I mean, maybe the same one or a separate check to, like, look at what, you know, might be under the catwalks as I'm... Uh, if you're looking, because especially you're coming from the, from what was your far side, uh-huh. back through the near side, you can get a better angle. Um, yeah, that's kind of yeah. what I was thinking. You, you quickly determined that, yeah, the, uh, the floor is very far away from the side of the catwalk. Uh, uh-huh. But um, those conduits that run down that slope including at least on the side you are viewing it from the ones coming in from the sides too all seem to run into what are basically like crawl space height things and then continue on past where you can really see where they're going um and the same is actually true uh, um like all the conduits in the room actually like go together and go through a the very a very very narrow crawl space channel like they're in basically giant bundles or stacks or whatever um attached pretty much everywhere they can be to the walls and ceiling of a crawl space that is running under the and the floor uh that is running under the room that grix and wealthy are standing in so there are crawl spaces out of here as well is the thing you discover pretty much um i want to be like specifically looking at whatever is going on directly under the catwalk ah uh, the one you started at that you, it, like i mean or sorry the the one that you uh yeah where i heard the the like 
scratching. Gotcha. You don't see signs of anything. Um, okay. Under that's there. that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is good to know the gelatinous that... cube has wandered away, dejected. Well, it's good to know where all of these cables are running. That they are all connected to yeah. that room, which is, I, I think, uh, meta-wise, we understand that that is a control room, controlling flow of these cables somehow. Or it's or like it, diagnostic. Yeah, it's a diagnostic kind of. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but Grix, you finish your measurements. Erisine yeah. and Vons, you're back in a group. Yeah. So, uh, you, did you find okay. any cock marks? Uh, yeah. There's one at the um at the far end over there. All right. Alrighty. Uh, I, we didn't really find much about the about this room, but uh, we, we took some notes and we'll uh, figure it out later. Okay. We also heard some like scratching. Oh, like like a critter. Hard to say. Oh, it it seemed critter esque. Oh, for a very large definition of critter. Uh oh, <laughs> or a very wide reaching definition because you didn't see it right and. You know there are animals under this mountain, and you know there are weird things that dangle their tongues and eat people under this mountain. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, I guess I'll get my wand out. All right. And where do you all head from here? Through the cog door? Yeah, through the cog door. I'm so proud of all of you. Uh, <laughs> also, thank I, you. I would like to, like, you know, as as I'm opening the door, like, investigate. Yeah. If there's anything... I'm going through carefully. All right. Make an intelligence check for me, please. I'm not going to say I'm checking for traps. going to say you're so lucky you have that ability because it justifies using int for all of this. <laughs> Ooh. I rolled a nat 20 again. All right. Not only do you- How does this keep happening? <laughs> because you're not in combat. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, you- uh. You slowly open this door, you take a look at the door frame and the doors it opens, and I think with that nat 20, you also kind of, the lantern light as it spills into the room, you determine there's nothing obviously weird or wrong or whatever about any of this, like it all seems to be. The environment is above board and trustworthy, and isn't trying to pull a scam on you <laughs> somehow. Um... The, the room you see beyond is another fairly short room, much like that uh, diagnostic uh, machine room. Mm -hmm. Okay. That has uh, some shelves on either side and some like hooks for hanging things and stuff. They appear to be dusty with disuse. Um, and then there's a door on the far end that is open. Mm. Should we keep yeah, going? Yeah, take a quick look. Is there anything useful? Or Grix is taking a quick look yep. as you kind of go through. Yeah, but if there's nothing of interest, then I'll just keep going. This this is all pretty standard tools, repair materials, um, you know, some basic clothing and stuff. Like, nothing of particular interest. This is the kind of thing you'd see in a lot of the stores. Yeah, just Vaughn, okay. see anything he's out of. Bigger sets of machinery. <laughs> no. This just isn't your stuff, basically. They don't really do chemistry can, down here. Gonna say, unless you can boil down a wrench into something. like. Yeah, Vaughn's does not do um, wrench. But so, do you, um, do you walk through the door on yeah. the far side? I'll, you know, keep being cautious, but yes. Okay. So, you, you go through, you walk through the far end. This door is standing open. And you end up on the catwalk kind of thing, much like the room you were just in. The ceiling is like 20 feet above you. And you look over the railing, and boy howdy, this goes like uh, 60, 80 feet wow. down to the floor. And in the middle of this... Because this is another large space. It's not quite as big as the one you were just in. Actually, maybe it is, but 
big square room and going all the way up and down this thing less up to your level because it's mostly conduits up there but there's this giant glowing magical construction and kind of a big column in the center of the room oh. that doesn't look super happy uh oh there's uh some of those these are rainbow colored but some of those kind of shocking energy things running to various points that they're clearly not supposed to like it's occasionally arcing uh -oh. to various spots um and in the glow at the bottom you can see that the light is shifting and i think some of you have good enough eyesight i think wealthy specifically has good enough eyesight with torchlight and stuff to um figure out that the uh, bottom of the room appears to a have water in it and b there's something moving around down there oh god uh oh or several things and that is where we'll end our episode <laughs> i think we're gonna need a bigger Go. toolbox <laughs> good last line yeah primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard for more information about the podcast check out our website primaryattribute.com questions comments feedback email us at letters at primaryattribute.com if you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dankest memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Thanks, Aaron! Our logo was designed by Adam. Great job, Adam! Editing this week by Aaron. Thanks again, Aaron! We hope you... Listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Where is the sixth uh, iteration of the OSHA Tumblr? Hmm? Uh, the OSHA Tumblr. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, you said the word OSHA and Tumblr, so I'm already sure. on board. Uh, but... So there's somebody, at least one person, possibly multiple people, have over the years run different parody official OSHA Tumblrs. But, like, they take it, but very, they take it very seriously. Up to the point of, like, Including good information. Yeah, like genuinely good information. The I am making jokes that are directly related to yeah. actual OSHA regulations. Like stuff. actual, like, like cited OSHA regulations. But then, like, they'll also shitpost as well. But never yeah. in, like, a, but a bad way. But it's like shitposting about OSHA. Yeah. <laughs> so they kept getting, like, you know banned <laughs> like they kept getting their accounts shut down and then they would just come back in like a different iteration of like osha official or like uh OSHA because they're portraying themselves as an yes. official account that's why they're osha dash official yeah or like official dash osha like well so this happened earlier this month and mm. um again like the osha official tumblr went away, and then came back. Gotcha. <laughs> and it just keeps happening. Uh, Y'all are making it so I might have to go on Tumblr more than like once a year.
It's Ian, gone now. Think of it once I every six months now. I keep telling you. We keep telling you. <laughs> I always enjoy Tumblr when I'm there. And I've been telling you. Right, back to game. Yes. Back to game. 